Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we're going to start a series for the month of August called Belong. So the question I got for you really quick this morning, how many of you belong to something? Good. Not everyone's hands went up, you know, so unless you're living in a cave, you belong to something. I mean, hopefully you feel like you belong here at Holy Savior. You might belong to a fitness club, a gym or something like that, a ball club. You know, you might belong to a family, even if you don't want to belong with a family. You know, we, we have a sense of belonging, and, and that's really part of our human nature that, you know, we want to belong, we want to connect. So we're going to explore, and we're going to focus in on these words of Acts, especially the first 42, and what it means for us to belong as God's people. And especially important in, in today's culture, when there's often a lack of a sense of belonging and connecting with one another. A book from about, about a good 15 years ago now is by Putman, and, and it's called Bowling Alone, and, and, and he explores you know, how our culture is becoming more and more disconnected from one another. So as we do that, we're going to start here this morning. First, make sure everyone's got a clothespin, right? Good. You know, there's all kinds of things you could do with clothespins. You can, you know, stick them on your earlobes and wear them as earrings, you know, and your beard. you got a beard. Kind of crazy things like that. You know, uh, you know what I'm going to have you do with these right now, though, is I'm, and I want you to talk about this question. So if you put the question up, Randy, because I cannot get technology to work for me. Where have you been this summer that you did not expect to be? I'm going to ask that again because it's kind of a weird question. Where have you been this summer that you did not expect to be? And I'll give you an example, just a recent example. I did not expect to be on a bus going from Katowice, Poland to Warsaw, Poland, because we're supposed to get a flight out of Katowice to Warsaw, but some of you saw on Facebook, the rain was coming down, the water was getting deeper, and the water started going like that, and we found out the reason the water was going down like that is because all the rain that was coming down on the interstate there was going to an underpass, the train went overhead, and it flooded. So we sat there on the bus for about two and a half hours waiting for traffic to move, missed our flight by about 15 minutes. So, but thankfully, the bus driver was able to take us to Warsaw, Poland, so we could catch our next flight, which was just not where we expected to be. So, but as you do that, here's what I want you to do. Because, you know, one of the fun things you can do with these, if you've ever done one of these kind of games, is you can clip this onto someone else. So turn around, talk to someone, share about maybe somewhere you have where you wound up where you did not expect to be this summer. And if your summer's been boring and you didn't go anywhere as exciting, nothing different happened, just tell a boring story. But then, you know, with a person's knowledge, you know, clip that summers on them, you know, connect that to them. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to kind of pull you back together here. There's got to be some great stories because I heard people laughing and, and, and just fun, fun stuff. So, you know, as we get there, you know, if you want to go ahead and, and pull up the, the theme verse that we have from Acts 2.42, and let's read these words of Scripture together. The disciples were devoted to the teachings of the apostles, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So this talks about the, the early church, the first followers of Jesus. They were devoted to the teachings of the apostles. They were in fellowship with each other. They had the breaking of bread. That was communion. And they were praying. So as we talk about it, we're going to talk about today about connections. In this series, 
you know, we talk about belong. We're going to be belong as we connect together, as we grow together, as we give together, and as we reach together. And there's really going to be kind of a theme that's interwoven throughout you know, this next preaching season of September through May. Because I believe as we talk about a culture where we often feel disconnected, it's important for us to say, you know, we want to be a place where we belong, where others can belong, where we are connected. Now, we have connections in our lives. This is the reason I've got this shirt on today. I don't know if you can see this shirt. How many of you know what this is? Pinky in the brain. Anyone know what pinky? See, instant connection, right? Because you know pinky in the brain. Others of you have no idea and you just miss out on this great cartoon from the 90s. But, you know, I've been doing a social experiment this summer as I wear this shirt, ask my family. I wear this shirt, and I, I see how people react. And almost every time I'm worn this shirt, someone will say, oh, Pinky in the Brain, that's a great cartoon. Or even over in Poland, you know, one of the little campers was like, oh, Pinky in the Brain, I watched that with my daddy. And, you know, it's just, it makes a connection. You know, on the airplane, as a family trip, we were getting off. You know, when you get on the airplane, you're standing there and waiting for everyone to kind of start moving. And in the back behind me, I hear somebody start going, bam. And I'm like, what are they doing? Bam, 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 bam. And it's the theme, you know, for Pinky and the Brain. And realize somebody saw the Pinky and the Brain shirt and made a connection, was having a little fun. Now, I picked Pinky and the Brain because it's not as obvious. If I had worn like a Husker T-shirt, how many of you would know who the Huskers are? Okay, see, that's a kind of a giveaway, right? I don't own a Husker t-shirt, by the way, so I couldn't wear one. But, you know, I, I remember, and I've shared this story before, a few years ago, you know, I was over in London, I was studying over at Cambridge, and, and I had a backpack with Nebraska on it, and I was standing there at the train trying to figure out, do I go this way or that way to get to the airport? Because I wanted to explore, if you're a Doctor Who fan, there was a little Doctor Who thing to go to explore in London. And I saw that. Now I needed to get back to the airport before my flight left. And I'm standing there thinking, which way do I go? Because if I go the wrong way, I might miss my flight. And as I'm standing there, I hear Nebraska in a British voice. And I turn around, and this guy, you know, I had a conversation. We made a connection because he had lived in Lincoln, Nebraska for a number of years while his wife was teaching at UNL. And thankfully, that connection helped because then he could say, oh yeah, you want to go, I think it was that way, to get back to the airport. And I hopped on. It was good. But you know, those connections are important for us in our lives. There are different things that connect us. Sometimes we're connected because, you know, we have shared experiences. You know, we grew up together. We went to the same school or we went to a similar, you know, small town. Or, you know, we're connected because our kids go to school together. Or they play ball together. We're connected because, you know, we, we go bowling or we play cards. We're connected because, you know, we, we are family. We're connected because, you know, we are from, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska. We have these connections. And as we read in the scripture here, you know, there is a connection that is happening here amongst God's people. As they gather around the teachings of the apostles, as they gather in fellowship, as they gather in the breaking of the bread and in prayer. So go ahead and go just to the image of the clothespins here. I should ask, by the way, who, does everybody know what a clothespin is? Does it, has anybody ever, you know, used these for, you know, drying clothes? See, this is somewhat, and this is a nice way to say this, you know, somewhat demographically speaking, some of us may know what clothespins are, and some of us may not know what clothespins are. Does that make sense? Demographically speaking is a nice way to say some of us are old enough to have used these for clothes, and some of us have never used these for clothes, only for crafts. You know, the only place I've ever used these for clothes is over in Poland, because we can wash our clothes there, 
but we hang them out to dry in the sun. Got that nice sunset smell. This shirt doesn't anymore. I had to wash it at home, you know, but it's just a great way to do that. But, you know, these are great because they, they help us understand what it means for us to be connected, what it means for us to belong together. You know, the word there in English is fellowship. But, you know, we talk about connecting and fellowship. You know, in Webster's Dictionary, it talks about connecting. Connecting has is, is got two definitions. One is, you know, we connect as we connect things together. You know, as you put these together, they are connected now, right? And this is now connected to this one. You probably have one connected to your shirt or your coat or somewhere. Chuck, you got a few more connected to you. You will find them eventually. This has been a little game that we've been playing you know, since yesterday. It's worship. But the, you know, that, that sense of connection also is about relationships. You know, that we are connected in a relational way. We are connected together in this relationship. And this connection we have, this koinonia we have, because koinonia, you know, is more than just fellowship like having a great potluck meal downstairs, which would be really good because I'm hungry. You know, it's more than just, hey, we gathered here, we're hanging out together. This connection, you know, is about a connection we have in Jesus Christ. Because as they gathered together, the connecting point for them was that they believed that this guy named Jesus was more than just some radical teacher, that he was more than just, you know, some other prophet, that he was the prophet, the promised Messiah, the Savior. And that when he died on the cross and he rose again in three days, that he did that so that their sins and the sins of the whole world would be forgiven. And they believed that he was going to come again and bring them home to be with them forever in heaven. We have that same connecting point. So, you know, if you take a look here at a clothespin, it's a pretty simple little gadget, right? And, but what is the connecting point for the clothespin? You know, the, the connecting point is just simply this little metal spring that connects two pieces of wood together. And, and in the same way, you know, we, we are all individual. We have our individual lives and struggles and, and challenges, hopes and dreams. Yet what connects us first and foremost is our Savior Jesus Christ. And as Jesus connects us together, we have this, this fellowship, this, this connection, this belonging. As, as he connects us together, we are connected together. And, and part of connecting together is that we have, you know, a, a shared vision and purpose you know, an identity of who we are. So like a clothespin, you know, if they don't have the connection, this is just what? Two pieces of wood. But with the connection, with that little metal spring, you know, they now have a purpose. Whether that purpose is to hang clothes, you know, or if you're into photography, especially if you're in the old darkroom style of photography, you know, you'd do that with your picture and you'd hang that print out to dry, you know, or you're making, you know, a craft or you're using it to close up your, you know, potato chip bag, put a clip on that. But it, but it has a purpose. And so as God calls us together, you know, he calls us together in that love. That's much like the early followers of Jesus. We gather here. We gather here around the apostles' teachings. I mean, the book of Acts is written by Luke, you know, who was a physician, also wrote Luke's gospel, records that. We often, you know, are in the old scriptures, the old testament, we're also often in the gospels, and we're in the New Testament letters, the apostles' teachings. And that is part of what we gather around. We gather around, you know, what's offered here today in the Lord's Supper, this gift here. We gather in prayer as we hear from God and we respond and talk to him in prayer. 
And we gather as we are connected in Jesus Christ. This koinonia, this fellowship we have, this fellowship, again, is more than just simply that we came and we're here for an hour and then we leave. It's more than we just simply got together and maybe just played cards. The koinonia is deeper than that because it's connecting us. The connecting point is Jesus Christ. It's his love for us. It's the grace and the mercy that we have in a Savior who died and rose again. But being connected means that we have a shared purpose and a shared vision. And I really believe that part of our purpose and our vision is that we belong, that we become, you know, outside the culture that may be more disconnected, that we work to be a place that people feel like they belong. And some of you may already feel that way. You may feel like, I belong here. I've been here a long time. I know a lot of people. Some of you are newer. Maybe some of you, this is your first time. And, or, you, you know, some of you just haven't quite connected yet. And it's important for us to connect. I mean, a lot of studies show if we don't connect, you know, in a church, then often we feel disconnected and, you know, we aren't a part of this belonging. So our focus in this series, and again, this is going to feed into, you know, our preaching series through September and into all the way through May, is going to be about that connecting, about us gathering around God's Word and growing together, about, you know, what it means to live together. Because not only did they, you know, gather and, and worship, you know, it also says they went and they ate at each other's homes. You know, they had a connection beyond just church. They had a connection with each other's lives. And that is so important for us today to have a connection with each other's lives. By the way, when I read that verse, you know, a couple times yesterday, I read they ate each other's homes. I missed the little article at, and I just chuckled to myself. And at first I'm like, what? What? Don't come and eat my house. Come eat at my house. It's okay, but don't eat my house. But that, you know, we, we gather together, and, and often around food, because food is important. Food is a way, just like it was 2,000 years ago, that we have a connection. You know, and so that's one of the reasons when we have the fall kickoff on September 8th, we're going to have food. So we got food and, and fun things to do and some activities and, and ways that we're going to show that you can connect and be connected and belong and be a part of Holy Savior. That we together can create Holy Savior to be a place where we belong, where Everybody belongs, and we connect. We connect in the love of Jesus Christ. We connect as we grow together in his word. We connect as we share in the resources that God gives us. We connect as we reach out into our community and our world. So as you think about that, you know, the, the one question for you, you know, is do you feel connected? You don't have to answer that right now. And if you don't, you know, how will you connect? And, and if you already feel connected, how will you help others feel connected? And that leads us to our kind of our final slide here. It's got a question, a challenge for us here. What step will you take this week to make Holy Savior a place to belong? What will you do? Will you, how will you help create for yourself and for others? How we together create Holy Savior as a place to belong. So that when people come from wherever they come in life, whatever their experiences are through the week, they come here and they say, this is the place I belong. There is koinonia here, not just fellowship, you know, as we had a donut together. But this is the people I can live deeply with and who live deeply with me. That's why Paul, you know, wrote in several of his letters, one of those in Philippians, when he was in prison, he says, I give thanks every time I think of you because of your partnership in the gospel. That even though I'm in prison, I know 
you care. I know there's a connection. I know that we are together in Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to continue creating and growing here at Holy Savior. That this is a place where we all belong. A place where we are connected and we live and share the love of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and we give you praise for the great gift of your love. Lord, especially because it connects us together. It connects us in our individuality. It connects us in our brokenness, in our worries, in our hopes, in our dreams, in our celebrations, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that as we live in a culture that often, you know, causes us to be more disconnected, that, Lord, we can create here a culture, a place where people really feel like they belong and are connected to. Whether they've been here a long time, whether they're here and they're new, and, and Lord, that this is a place that people want to belong and connect to. Lord, especially as we belong and connect in your love, that we live and share that love deeply into one another's lives and into our community and our world. We pray this, Lord Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.